You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I run in that place and back <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We are glad to be with you on this beautiful Wednesday morning hump edition of the Martin Houston Show. Glad that you have chosen to make uh, your morning drive. Give us a call at 205-342-9904-205-342-9904. If the Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Taco Casa quality, takes value. Under the biggest cactus in town, check them out for lunch and our dinner drive-in carry-out as well as dine-in options are available. So go check them out. Tell them Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by and get you a big glass of that sweet tea as well as uh, the burritos, the nachos, the chimichanga, as well as the taco salad there. Uh, they call it the Chimalupa. That's Taco Casa, quality, taste, and value under the biggest cactus in town. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has rejoiced and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. We've got a great show lined up for you. We're going to have a little true-false here in just a moment. We're going to have keys to victory both for Alabama as well as keys to victory for the Texas A&M Aggies. We'll also uh, end the show, as we do each and every Wednesday, uh, with Scotty Hollins of Blueprint Ministries. But at this time, I'll turn it over to Joe, the producer and brand manager for Alabama One. I mean, Alabama One. Tide 109. That's the first time I've done that in a while. Tide 109. Uh, he will take us through true-false. Martin, I can uh, work for Alabama One if you'd like. You want to hook me up with a job? <laughs> if I could, I would, man. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Joe. And you? I'm not bad at all. I've got six true-false on the docket here, three Alabama questions and three kind of different SEC slash sports questions. We'll start with some of the Alabama questions and kick it off with this. Martin, true or false, Kellen Mond is the best quarterback left on Alabama's schedule. Ooh, I mean, kind of walk through and think through who Alabama has set up right now. 
Um, you got Miles Brennan. You're going to have whoever Georgia trots out, JT Daniels, Daquan <laughs> Mathis, or the other kid who came in. I can't. His name escapes me. You'll have Jared Garantano uh, from Tennessee. Yeah. You'll have uh, – uh, goodness gracious. Oh, you'll have I Bo think- Nix from Auburn. You'll have uh, K.J. Yeah. Costello from, from Mississippi State, uh, John Rice Plumley, and or uh, the kid who started this Corral. past week. Corral. At Corral, yeah. yep. Yeah, let me see. I, I would say uh, the, the three remaining uh, will be in that conversation. I don't want to uh, anoint KJ Costello yet over at Mississippi State, but it's hard to throw 623 yards uh, against air. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and when you throw 60 passes, um, I think the he's clearly the most experienced quarterback. Uh, that Alabama has left on their schedule in, in terms of just playing time. And he's had success against Alabama. I don't know that he's necessarily, as far as just a pure passer, uh, better than Bo Nix and K.J. Costello or, or maybe some of the other guys. But if you look at it's hard to say Nick Saban has struggled a lot with any quarterbacks, uh, but the type he struggled with, I think Kellen Munn is that type of quarterback. And if he's taken another step like you would expect him to do, I would say a, a tentative, uh, timid, I should say, true that he would be the best guy on the schedule. However, um, it's early in the season, and I don't know that his performance will reflect that against us. So, But I'll still say true at this point. He's the most experienced. He's the type that Alabama so. Uh, has had uh, trouble with as a whole. So, true. There you go. True. You heard it here first. Kellen Mond, best quarterback left on Alabama's schedule, rolling into Tuscaloosa this weekend. All right, Martin, number two, Nashi Harris is now five yards ahead of the pace required to capture the Alabama rushing record. He, But he met with the media yesterday and said he he wasn't aware of that. And he said that he wasn't uh, that wasn't on his radar, and that's not his goal to lead at the, to leave Alabama as the all-time leading rusher. Martin, true or false? Was Najee Harris telling the truth that he wasn't aware of that, and it wasn't his? It's not his goal. Wow, uh, th- there's no way that 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 hasn't crossed his mind um, in, in terms of the wasn't aware. If he was saying he wasn't aware of the fact that that he's on pace and what he needs to do uh, to to reach that goal, I would say that portion of it is false. Um, I, I just find that hard to believe that in his circle, uh, no one has said, hey, Najee, this is what you need to do, man, and you'll be an all-time leading rusher. Because I, if you were to ask Najee Harrison in a private, quiet moment, Najee Harrison, I, I don't think he can this, Joe. I think he would say, I want to leave here as the best running back to ever play at Alabama. That's what he, when he came here, that's what he wanted. So I don't think that goal has changed. As far as him necessarily being, you know, his number one goal, it may not be. His number one goal may be, hey, listen, I don't want to be the class that leaves here uh, without winning a national title. So that could be a bigger goal. Uh, but to say that it's not aware of it and that it's not a goal at all, 
uh, would be, I would have to say, false. I think Najee Harris is well aware of what Najee Harris needs. Uh, you know, I mean, think about what he did this summer with, with the Heisman videos. Uh, he, he's aware of what he needs to do. So I'm going to say, uh, Najee, I like the humility that you uh, attempted to display, but uh, I'm going to call us on that one. I think I, I think I agree with you on that, Martin. Uh, let's take a basketball break before we get to the back to the football. The NBA Finals start tonight, Martin. Heat and Lakers. True or false, LeBron James wins his fourth NBA championship ring. I, um, I'm going to say true. LeBron James gets number four, uh, and I think that uh, the Lakers, uh, you're talking about a long time moving toward a goal, uh, uh, with with the delay of the season and how well they were playing and then losing key players not coming back, uh, number one being uh, the, one of their defensive players, Avery Bradley, not coming back. But I think uh, I think it's going to be a – if you had told me at the beginning of the bubble, Joe, that the Miami Heat would be playing the Lakers uh, in the finals, I would have said, oh, my God, LeBron's going to sweep. <laughs> in, in into his fourth championship, uh, I would not say that. I think this Miami Heat, uh, the way they're playing, they could catch fire. Do you do you remember when LeBron, uh, his, that Miami Heat team lost to the Dallas Mavericks? Oh yeah, certainly. And and, and they in the the Heat team this year kind of reminds me of that team where you keep saying, well, they're they're just not going to win. They're just not going to win. They're just and, and all they do is just keep scoring and keep playing hard and keep winning. So th- that could happen, but uh, I'm going to take a true uh, true on that. Let me ask you a counter question to that. Um, if LeBron wins number four and now he's sitting within one of Kobe and two of Michael Jordan with all the other things that he has done um, – does LeBron win over any more uh, to him being in that category, in that conversation uh, as the, the greatest uh, of all time, especially considering this year he, he pretty much transitioned to uh, a point guard? Well, Martin, I think that personally the greatest of all time discussion is a little bit silly. I think you can find it's a it's a generational uh, it's a generational opinion. People uh, love the guy that they grew up with, and no disrespect to Michael Jordan, but I love LeBron James. And if he wins a fourth championship, he's going to have a lot of. Uh, a lot of accolades to lean back on. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of statistics and a lot of uh, a lot of basically things to rest his laurels on that he is the greatest of all time. But I think that you can make the case, the case for about five or six players in the, throughout NBA history as the greatest of all time. It really comes down to an opinion question. But LeBron is the greatest that I have ever seen. I only saw Michael Jordan play maybe two or three years as a child I, I, I remember the 96 well about the 97 and 98 finals and uh, uh, the last two years of the of the second three-peat uh, were really where I started to become aware of uh, of basketball and of sports well well Joe uh, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, that was in the generation of Michael and LeBron and I'm with you uh, on LeBron. Uh, I think Michael Jordan is easily the greatest scorer of all time, 
But we didn't say who's the greatest scorer. And he was, he may be the greatest champion. But as far as playing basketball, with it being a you know two-way sport, offense, defense, everything that comes with it, uh, LeBron James is going to be in the top of virtually every statistical category out there. So uh, even though I grew up watching Michael and Michael was the greatest thing I had seen, uh, I, I mean, I'm a LeBron James guy, too. So I get I get talked about a lot being the, the gray haired one that still likes LeBron James. Hey, hey let's go ahead. Uh, I know we got three. Let's let's go ahead and take a break. So we don't uh, run this this segment and look too long. Uh, Joe will come back and get those other true-false questions. Hey, listen, if you're out there and you want to get in on a true-false question, you have uh, the privilege and the opportunity to do that. You can post your uh, questions on the Martin Houston Show fan page, or you can call 205-342-9904 and give us your question. Don't forget about Overflow Express Wash, Overflow Express Wash, open a new location in Northport. Down on Highway 82, uh, just before you start to ascend the hill up toward Chick-fil-A, right there on the right, uh, Overflow Express Wash. And, of course, uh, their original location located on Skyland Boulevard. $12 package washes, $23.99 for unlimited uh, membership washes. Or if you just want a basic wash, you can sw- uh, swing in for just $7. That is Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, a quiet start to our Wednesday morning with no active wrecks and light traffic. Construction on 69 at Union Chapel is slowing traffic there, so be careful. This is the final day of the month in clearance, where you can save thousands and get top dollar for your trade at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. It's a dry forecast for West Alabama through the weekend. A sunny sky today, the high 77. Clear tonight, the low 57. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 78. And Friday, a bit cooler. The sky will stay sunny, the high Friday, and the low 70s at 71. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show, and we have an extended edition of True False, so I'll pitch it back over the glass to producer and brand manager Joe Gaither. Let's take it away, Joe. All right, Martin, we ran through the first three. We got three more, true or false, and they're all football questions. Martin, JT Daniels was cleared uh, medically by the Georgia doctors uh, on Monday, I believe. Uh, but but I want to know, true or false, Kirby Smart is not rushing JT Daniels back because of the quarterback play this last week. Yeah, you and I both uh, struggle with the with the fourth or uh, coming into uh, fall camp or right before fall camp. Uh, the young man that would have been the fourth 
string quarterback. Uh, he came in and he looked like he belonged. Uh, I know that was against Arkansas, but you have to ask yourself, what did they see in uh, Mathis that made them start him anyway when this kid played as well as he did? Uh, so uh, JT Daniels has not been able to be out there as much. He's been limited. And you know as well as I do, the biggest improvement you usually make is between game one and two. I would say that Kirby Smart works hard to get JT Daniels ready. He says he hasn't given up on Dewan Mathis, but uh, I'm going to say that uh, he's ready to play, but he's not going to be the starter and he's not going to use him unless he, he finds himself in a situation where the guys in front of JT Daniels this week against uh, uh, an Auburn team that uh, – Force his hand will have to be forced to put JT Daniels in, in my opinion, based on the play uh, of the quarterbacks last week. So Stetson Bennett is going to be uh, taking over, going to be Stetson the lead quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs as they host Auburn this weekend. Let's kick it to Auburn uh, and talk about Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn dressed as, uh, basically as Pat Dye this past weekend. True or false? Would you say that that it was an appropriate tribute to a legendary coach? I thought it was a unique idea. I mean, I, I, I say that considering what Pat Dye meant to the Auburn uh, coaches, I mean, to the Auburn family and the Auburn fan base and that university, especially when it comes to putting Auburn, you know, on the map with Alabama. Prior to Pat Dye, Joe, Auburn was was kind of a joke when it came to consistently – being in the conversation as a legit threat to Alabama. And when Pat Dye went there, he had one mission in mind was to get that game, the Iron Bowl down there. And, you know, he has – Pat Dye didn't accomplish what Bear Bryant did, but he would easily be in that conversation as the Bear Bryant of Auburn. So I heard a lot of Alabama folks making fun of it, said he looked silly, looked stupid. But – would any tribute to Coach Bryant be stupid to the Alabama fans? Probably not. And so I would say, uh, true, it was very appropriate. And I thought it was, you know, a good thing uh, being that, that they had lost uh, Pat Dye. If we were to go back, Joe, and probably look at some of the tributes we saw to Coach Bryant <laughs> uh, and, and put that in today's media world, uh, we'd probably be laughing at a lot of that stuff, too. What are your thoughts on it? I, I actually enjoyed it myself. I, I did hear some of the Alabama fans uh, talk about, "Oh, you look silly. That's inappropriate. You're you're making you, you know you're kind of making light of it." Uh, but I thought it was appropriate. I thought it was uh, a nice tribute. Uh, I heard people say, "Well, you wouldn't see an Alabama coach wearing a houndstooth hat on the sidelines," and well, you may not. Uh, I don't think it would be a bad thing if you did. Let me let me ask you this. If, if Coach Bryant had passed away when Coach Stallings was here, because this, that's kind of where, you know, you kind of think about that. Or even Ray Perkins, uh, if it had happened after he, he had lived a while and established himself as the coach. Do you think anybody would have had a problem with Gene Stallings? coming out with a houndstooth hat on no i honestly don't i think that uh alabama honestly the, i think the alabama nation is just trying to latch on to something to make fun of little brother about <laughs> yeah absolutely and, uh, and you and i agree in, the, in that sense i think that if 
Gene Stallings would have worn a houndstooth hat. Uh, he, he, Bear Bryant, dead or alive, and Alabama folks would have loved it. Uh, so I, I thought their tribute was totally appropriate. I agree. All right, last one. We're going to spin it back to the Alabama game this weekend. Alabama's about to embark on playing four uh, four Nick Saban assistants in a row. Jimbo, uh, Lane Kiffin, we'll play Kirby Smart, and finish it up with Lane Kiffin. Uh, so true or false, Jimbo Fisher is the assistant most likely to beat Nick Saban this year. <sighs> true or uh... If anyone, if if this game was in Texas A&M, um, I might say yes. Uh, I just I, I'm not a big believer in Jimbo Fisher uh, as a coach, uh, and so I'm going to say false, uh, just because there's nothing about Jimbo Fisher that makes me get excited. Uh, about the way he he runs his program. I know he won a national title, and you can't take that away because it's only a handful of people who ever do that uh, in in, uh, an individual's lifetime. But I'm just not a big proponent of Jimbo Fisher. And I think with some of the things that he's had happen in the offseason with this team and the record that he has put out over the past couple of years – uh, at Texas A&M, despite what he had, what he inherited, I, I would say false. Jimbo Fisher will not be the one. Uh, if there's one to do it, it will not be Jimbo Fisher. All right, that wraps up uh, true false. Uh, we had six questions there, some very interesting questions there. Thanks, Joe, for that. And if you ever have a true false question as a listener, you're always welcome to, to call in and you can still call in this morning if you have a true false and we'll, we'll circle back around to it as well. Or you can post your thoughts and comments on the Martin Houston show fan page. Let's get to a couple things as far as keys to victory uh, for the Alabama Crimson Tide versus the Texas A&M Aggies. Let's look at the Texas A&M side of things first. Um, someone said that, Curtis Moore, uh, before I move on from uh, Jimbo Fisher, Curtis Moore said the kick six got Jimbo Addy referring to the fact that Auburn uh, beat Alabama, which got Auburn into the championship game against Florida State versus uh, the Florida State team playing an Alabama team. But let's look at this Texas A&M team. Texas A&M had a lot of starters coming back in terms of the players. But did you see the run they had on the players that they lost? I mean, they lost so many guys in terms of uh, guys that that they thought they were going to have for this season. Joe, I don't know if you've seen that list, but I'm going to just go through. They had two wide receivers leave early, okay, from an offensive standpoint. So Kendrick Rogers and – Courtney Davis, both left early. That was 84 receptions that went into the NFL draft early. Then Jamon Osborne, who was going to be their top returning guy and had 66 receptions, which is 12 more than the next closest guy on the team, and he opted out for the season. Then 
Cameron Buckley, who was going to be the guy who stepped up in Osborne's place, he tore an ACL in fall camp. So there's four wide receivers, Joe, right there that Kellen Mond, at the end of last year, when the season ended, you would have said Jimbo Fisher's going to have a, a veteran quarterback, three three uh, three-year starter, coming back, throwing to four wide receivers, and all of them are gone. Then the tight end, Baylor Cup, uh, who was the top tight end in 2019, they thought he was going to make it back this year. He didn't. So he was a top tight end in the 2019 class. Two years in a row, he has not made it back onto the field. Then Glenn uh, Beal transferred out, running back Jacob Kubota and – Running back Jashawn Corbin, both transferred out. And that left five-star wide receiver, Demond, uh Demas, and he saw no action. He was a top, top three wide receiver in the 2020 class, but he didn't play last week. So all I'm trying to say is they have a tight end in, in Jalen uh, Watermeyer, uh, really, really a good tight end, has 32 Receptions, 447 yards and six touchdowns last year. Joe, he's the only player on the team with more than three catches going into the season. And, and I think that's what you saw against a Vanderbilt team where they were only able to muster up 17 points against Vanderbilt. When you come in and you think your quarterback's going to be your best player, you think you're going to have a lot of wide receivers, a lot of skill position, and you don't have those guys, it makes it really tough. So let's, we're going to dig a little deeper into what that all means and what the keys to victory is and what Jimbo Fisher will need to do against Alabama if he's going to get a victory. But before we do that, let's get to John uh, from Lake Martin. John, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing well, and you? Uh, I'm doing great. I just wanted to let you know that Joe is so right on that, uh, the GOAT in basketball. He's, he's <laughs> definitely a generational thing because uh, I'm older than Rock, so I'm sitting here thinking Dr. J should be thrown in that uh, conversation. <laughs> and, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of like Joe on Dr. J. I was... Um, I was like a kid when Dr. J was coming, uh, finishing up his career. And, of course, the footage back then doesn't do those guys as much uh, love as as the film does today. But I I agree with a lot of times it is um, there is definitely a a situation where uh, who you watched and what you like and and the guy that you – you know, grow up watching, definitely someone has to prove to you otherwise. So uh, I can't argue with you about Dr. J. I got another one for you, Martin. On this true-false thing, here's one uh, not an awful lot of people. And, again, it's old, old, old school, but Bart Starr was quarterback at Alabama. How many games did he win as the starting quarterback at Alabama? Did he? Did he start at Alabama? He never Bart started. Huh? Bart Starr rode the bench the whole time he was at Alabama. His record as a quarterback at Alabama is zero. 
That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, uh, you, you're trying to trick yeah. me. Uh, yeah, I didn't think he started at Alabama. Uh, and, of course, he was that he was drafted in the era, John, when they had about, what, 15? Was it 15 rounds or some, yeah. some crazy, crazy number? And he was near the end of that draft. And, of course, he goes on to win the first few Super Bowls uh, with Green Bay. But, yeah, his story is definitely one of those of uh, – uh, of you just have to you just have to get a chance uh, if you're if you're a competitor and he definitely made the most of that. So false Bart Starr never won a game. How about that? I appreciate <laughs> it, Martin. You have a good day. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Thanks, John. And Ellis, hold on. We'll get you on the other side of the break. Don't forget about Southmark Design. Southmark Design is the official outfitter of the Martin Houston Show. Southmark Design can help you build, grow. Uh, market and brand your business. Scott Smith and his team are waiting for an opportunity to assist you. Go to southmarkdesign.com, southmarkdesign.com, and you'll see the information you need there to find out more about how you can partner with Southmark Design, the official outfitter of the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, a quiet start to our Wednesday morning with no active wrecks and light traffic. Construction on 69 at Union Chapel is slowing traffic there, so be careful. This is the final day of the month in clearance, where you can save thousands and get top dollar for your trade at towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Find your dreams come true, and 
Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. If you're looking to refi your autos, your home, I mean, boats, RVs, uh, any type of vehicle, ATVs, you need to go to alabama1.org and check out the three-in-one promotion. Interest rates as low as $199, up to $250 back in 60 days, no pay. That's alabama1.org. Interest rates are as low as ever in terms of um, what you can get. Just know that there are some restrictions that apply, but you will have a great opportunity to save some money, make a little bit of money, and get great interest rates at Alabama One. So go check them out. They'll be waiting on you. Once again, you can go online at alabama1.org, or you can stop by one of our branch locations where the lobbies are open. So go to our website if you have any questions about that. Thank you for being a part of the Alabama One membership family, but you don't have to be a member to take advantage of it. You can become a member and receive the same great offers and opportunities. As we were going to break there, we were talking about the keys to victory for Texas A&M. First of all, uh, can Texas A&M win this game? I'm not sure they can. Before I dig too deep uh, into that conversation, let's get to Ellis. Uh, Ellis, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? I'm sure they're not going to win either, Mark. Not after the way they played, but I didn't know they'd lost all their players that they did that you were talking about before the break. Uh, That's a lot of wide receivers to be gone. You still there? Hello? Yes. No, no. I just, I just don't see it. Not after him playing as bad as they did against Vanderbilt. Well, Vanderbilt. You know, uh, Vanderbilt. They had a hard time against Vanderbilt. You've got problems. Do what? Yeah. It's awful, awful. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't. There ain't no keys to victory for them. No matter what they do, they're not going to win. Uh, and I ain't saying that just because I'm a big Bama fan. It's just you know they're not, they're not on the same page as uh, as Alabama. Not even close. Uh, what was y'all talking about the NBA? Hello. Mm. I I don't like it. Uh, I I don't watch NBA anymore. The last time I watched NBA was when uh, Michael Jordan was playing. And Larry Bird and all them, you know. That's that's when I watched uh, basketball. Basketball ain't basketball anymore to me. It 
it ain't it ain't about you know. What do you think? Do you think it's you know? What do you think about basketball now? Ellis, when <laughs> I, you know, actually, I, you know, I think that is also a generational thing too, Joe. When people say ah, basketball is not basketball, uh, and and we say, uh, and some of that is because the political uh, side of basketball, and, and that basketball players seem to speak out, I think more than than necessarily football players do and so you hear a lot of people say well I don't watch basketball because it's political and 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 so on and so forth well if you go back and look there was when when basketball transitioned and this is not to cause a controversy but when basketball transitioned from an all-white sport to black athletes coming in there was a lot of people saying the same stuff back then Joe that they're saying now uh, basketball is going to be ruined. Basketball is ruined because of politics and basketball is ruined because they let black players in and not the black players necessarily being let in. Well, that's the same way that you, you're talking about letting black players in. It's the same thing as when they, uh, was able to come in yeah, to play because football. Because of the fans. You know, I'm a, it, it, I, I mean, was just if, a big if, Michael Jordan fan. Uh, a big, big Michael Jordan fan, you know, and, that's, you know, it's over with. He won all them championships. Uh, Larry Bird and all them, you know, that's, that's back in the day when I like watching it. But I guess the question would be, and Joe, you can respond to it, how bad would Michael Jordan be uh, with the craziness of media and some of the stuff he did in his day that kind of just got pushed off? Uh, how big... Uh, of his character and the way people feel about him would possibly change if it was happening in today's culture. You know, uh, so that's the part you, that's the part yeah, you have to yeah, ask. Well, yep, right. I never did think about it like that. <laughs> so, but, uh, anyway, thanks, Ellis. You got I, anything just, else I couldn't believe what you talked. I was going to tell you this and give you my score prediction if I can still do that. Uh, you can go ahead. But I couldn't believe that all of the the wide receivers that's gone from Texas A and M. That's a lot of wide receivers that's gone. Yes, it is. And and a lot of them had a lot of catches the year uh, last year, didn't they? They did. They were their they were their his leading uh, receivers. You know, um, one had sixty six, one had fifty four, and one had thirty. Uh, something of the top three guys. Mm. Mm. Well, that's why Nick Saban is the best, because he can always recruit them and be ready to play again the next following year. <laughs> All right. What's that score? Uh, 47 to 17. 47 17. What you got for Jalen Waddle's total yards? 125. And I love that young man's smile when he's out there playing on the field. Yeah, he definitely enjoys playing football. <laughs> that that makes me feel good when I see one out there smiling like he does. Uh, but, yeah, that that's what I think. But I'll let y'all go so y'all finish up. I got to get ready to go have surgery on my thumb. At the well, I pray that your surgery all goes well. 
Thank you, sir, and we'll talk to you later on. Thanks, Jeff. I mean, uh, Ellis. All right, let me let me give you quickly uh, as we prepare to get to Scotty Hollins. Let me give you just a quick rundown of my keys to victory for the Texas A&M Aggies if they're going to have a chance to beat the, the Alabama Crimson Tide. First of all, it starts with Kellen Mund uh, and how he plays. It, it it rises and falls on his shoulders. Yes, he lost a lot of wide receivers. He lost a lot of skill position, but he will have to control the game. He will have to be a playmaker with both his uh, arms and his legs. He will have to, uh, I think he'll have to get in the, you know, uh, 75, 80 to 100 yard range running the ball. And I think he'll have to throw over 200 plus yards if they're even going to be in the conversation of, of having a complete game. And he may, he may actually have to go over 100 yards uh, if they're going to have any chance because they're going to have to maintain. The other part is not just how he plays, but whether or not they can maintain control of the ball. Time of possession, Jimbo doesn't go fast already, but he will have to go ultra slow in, in this game if they're going to have an opportunity to beat the Crimson Tide. So time of possession will be huge. Kellen Mond uh, and his play, time of possession, meaning the play calling, getting a good feel for a run and pass. I think last week uh, he threw the ball 12 times on first down. He was 50% on those passes. That will have to be higher uh, on first down. You cannot continuously go – uh, you can't have six possessions or six series that start off where you are uh, second and ten against this Alabama team because they showed against Missouri in obvious passing downs they are able to get after the pass rusher, something we've missed the last couple of years. If they're going to do anything from the other side of the ball, they're going to have to get a lot of pressure. You just heard me say that their top corner opted out. They're already kind of thin at that position. So they're like us. They don't have a lot of returning uh, depth in the secondary. So they're going to have to figure out um, how to get pressure because they can't leave those DBs in coverage for an extended period of time against the likes of Smith, Waddle, uh, Mechie, and others. Uh, don't be surprised if Miller-Farsall and other tight ends don't have a big game as well. And last but not least, they're going to have to score, 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 because I think this Alabama uh, team is going to be able to put up some points against this Texas A&M defense uh, that, that is hurting. I think their weakness being their secondary on defense uh, is a strength for Alabama in terms of Mac Jones in the passing game. So recap those keys to victory for the Texas A&M Aggies, Kellen Mond and Jimbo Fisher will have to have, call, and play the game of his career. If he's going to have a good chance, they're going to have to be balanced uh, and have a lot of success on first down. Wide receivers have to step up, whoever those wide receivers are. as Also many guys from last year. The defense has to get pressure. They have to get pressure. They have to get pressure uh, so that Mac Jones and the wide receivers don't have all day to stand back and throw. And then they must own the time of possession, something they did not do 
against um, the Vanderbilt Commodores last week. And when they have possession of the ball, one of the side effects or the negatives of time of possession, if you're intentionally going slow, is you you also hurt yourself where you don't have as many possessions. So it'll be important that they score uh, often and consistently with those time of possession. So that wraps up these keys to victory on tomorrow and uh, Friday. We'll talk about what Alabama needs to do in order to win against Jimbo Fisher and the Texas Aggies. Coming up on the other side, we're going to catch up with Scotty Hollins of Blueprint Ministries, presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistries. You're in with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, a quiet start to our Wednesday morning with no active wrecks and light traffic. Construction on 69 at Union Chapel is slowing traffic there, so be careful. This is the final day of the month in clearance, where you can save thousands and get top dollar for your trade at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. Troopers are still investigating the cause of a deadly crash last night on U.S. 43 North, just past Samantha. One person is dead. Five others treated for non-life-threatening injuries at DCH. Traffic was backed up for at least two miles as responders worked the accident scene. In a flurry of name-calling and accusations, President Trump and his Democrat challenger Joe Biden butted heads on every issue in Cleveland. The next debate is October the 15th in Miami. Keep up with all the local news and tuscaloosathread.com. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Scotty Hollins of Blueprint Ministries is the executive director presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. Johnson and Marshall Dentistry giving you a smile that will last a lifetime. Go check them out. Located off of Hargrove Road, they will be glad to assist you and help you create that smile that will last a lifetime. That's Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. Good morning, Scotty. Hope you're doing well, man. And I know that we have a, a little transition this morning, so I'm going to go ahead and get it over to you because we want to transition from the King David conversation to the conversation around character and, um, and what you're doing in the school systems. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Martin. And, uh, yeah, thank you for introing our transition, uh, which will be uh, now we're going back to the Elevate Character Program. Um, as I've mentioned before, I, I get the privilege of de- leading a, a character program with our city school system. And, um, and, and it's a great privilege. And uh, long story short, we will be jumping back into that, um, that character series this morning. Our character quality number one is uh, integrity. And so, um, uh, and each week what I'll get a chance to do is to share with you what I have um, shared with our uh, student-athletes. Actually, I'll share something a little bit different. I'll share with you what the Bible says. I share with them kind of a character-based um, approach to that. And so uh, today we're looking at integrity. The, the definition uh, for them is, is building trust by consistently doing what is right. And uh, let me say that one more time. Integrity is building trust by consistently doing what is right? All right, now, th- that's a great definition. Um, and and you, if you really think about it, uh, Martin, trust is something that is very difficult um, to, to earn. It's not trust isn't given. It, it's something that's earned. And um, when you're interacting with somebody who's consistently doing what is right, a lot of times it's, a, it, it's really um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a easier, uh, I think, transition to, to trust that person. And so... Um, I want to give you my definition. The definition I've heard for integrity is what you do when no one's watching. That's the definition I've heard for years. But I think as believers, we have to have a different definition. Um, because for believers, when we think about who our God is, um, we know that our God is always watching, right? <laughs> right. So it, integrity for us is living life for an audience to one knowing that he is always watching, okay? Uh, and so uh, my example this morning is, is uh, Joseph in the Old Testament. Uh, as many of you guys know, Joseph uh, was sold into slavery by his brothers, and uh, when he was sold into slavery, he, was, he became a slave of uh, one of uh, the Pharaoh's uh, officials. His name was Potiphar. Uh, he did such a phenomenal job uh, in Potiphar's house that he, he began to... Um, just uh, elevate uh, right there within Potiphar's uh, home and until, until he became the highest person in Potiphar's house next to Potiphar. And so Potiphar goes off on a trip and says, man, I'm, I'm going to leave you over everything, um, and I'll be back in 30 days. Let me tell you this, Martin. You don't leave another guy over your house with everybody there. and You don't do that unless you trust him. You follow me? And so... Uh, Joseph had earned Potiphar's trust um, because uh, Pot- Joseph consistently did what was right. And Potiphar says, you know what? One thing I know about this guy is he's going to do what's right. I trust him. Well, what Potiphar didn't know was he was doing what was right because he was living life for an audience of one. <laughs> he's living life for an audience of one because he knows that audience of one, his, his, the God he served, is always watching. And as a result, um, you know, he, he is living a life of integrity, seeking to honor God um, at every moment. Well, while Potiphar's on this trip, um, Potiphar's wife um, kind of comes on to Joseph and is like, hey, uh, Potiphar's not here. Nobody else is around. I've been checking you out. Hey, let you know, anyway, so propositions Joseph. And uh, what Joseph does next is so important and it's so valuable and it's, it's so rare. Joseph says, your husband has put me over everything. 
everything in his house. And he, he is giving me access to everything except for you because you're his wife. He says, how can I do this great thing? You hear me, Martin? How can I do this great thing? <laughs> and he says, and sin against, not Potiphar, but he says, how can I do this great thing and sin against God? Therein we see his focus. We see his mindset. We see the foundation of his integrity. What he realized was, hey, I am here to live for an audience one, to honor God, to give him my best, to glorify him. Okay? And he's always watching, and he's who I value most. I want to honor him more than I want to honor me, and if, if I do this great thing, it will dishonor him. And so as a result, I choose not to. Martin, that's integrity. Living life for an audience for one because we know he's always watching, and more importantly, we value him above all things and all people. And that is so true. And, uh, you know, Tua Tungvaloa uh, chose the jersey number one. Um, for that reason. And my son yeah. switched from uh, number 35 to number one uh, because he said he wanted to dedicate his season to to, to God. And so uh, totally living for, for an audience of one is always what we're doing. Uh, everybody else just gets to watch this show uh, when we're not yeah. in those private moments. So, Scotty, tell our listeners real quick where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, com. I have a message for there. You send me a message. It comes straight to me. All right. That's Scotty Hollins, Blueprint Ministries. Thank you, Scotty. We'll catch up with you next week. For Joe Gaither, I'm Martin Houston. This is Tide 100.9, the Martin Houston Show, Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 a.m. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he would direct your past. And that means, even in private moments, live for him as an audience. Thank Roll Tide and Jesus Christ. And your laughter too. We gon' celebrate your party with you. Thank you.